Hello and welcome to Behold, Ramjack, Station Master to the Unimagined. Hey everybody, this is Alex. And joining us today for Ramjack is Brad. Hello citizens, hello. We got a cash app starting out here in November. Ah, nice and casual. Casual, so easy, so relaxing. Oh, what have I got over here, friend? What have I got here? Oh, I got I got a Stranger Things glass, and also I have a Ghostbusters glass. Ah. Oh, and also I have a Killer Clowns glass. And also maybe another glass. And a Universal (gasps) Monster glass. The collection is complete. It is a uh, Horror Nights triumph. I did it. Uh, They finally marked them back down to uh, $40 for the set. Um, And then I got my pass holder discount, so $36 for these four glasses. Wow. A steal, because they're amazing. Very happy with them. We did it. Yay! We did it. The holiday can officially begin. Hurrah! I have a uh, Coke Zero with the uh, holiday polar bears on it. Oh... Is it, is it a cinnamon Coke Zero or, or just a regular Coke Zero? I have not seen the cinnamon out. I've seen it advertised on Instagram. Hmm. And of course, I think Tammy was the one who alerted us to the two that. And I will be on that once I see it. I saw it in the store, but they only had regular Coke yeah, cinnamon. What's up? what's up with the flavors only hitting the regular? Because the orange, oh. I thought, only came to the regular. Oh, no. It didn't zero. No, no. That was, there was zero. There's, well, there is zero. It's still available. I can't find it here. And it's weird. Oh. Maybe I'll maybe I'll bring some up in a couple of weeks. Ooh. That'd be pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try some Z, orange flavored Z. So there's uh, obviously people who need our help later in the podcast because we got to yes. do that on the cash app. Can't leave those Mormons hanging. I got some other people. Maybe we'll play a game of who's um, who needs to grow up and shut up harder. <laughs> Mm, boy, there's fun. a lot of those out there. There's a lot of those people out there. Um, I recently read a book, um, Ooh, and Joey fancy. read part of it, too. Okay. And I might try to parlay that into some situation room questions for you, but I don't know how mm. that would... We'll kind of play that by ear. All right, all right. But there's a lot of other stuff going on, Brad. Um, um, can I just start off with a question that I've already asked you, but now I'll ask you formally on a podcast? Sure. Get it on the record. Um, now, friends, I know as you're listening to this, it's November, but mm-hmm. we're way back in the past. Guys, mm-hmm. it is, it's October for us. In fact, it's October 29th. Is Game of Thrones Halloween adjacent at all? Maybe. It depends. When you, when you think Halloween, does Game of Thrones fit? When I think of Halloween, Game of Thrones does not come to mind immediately, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Now, can I see it as a costume opportunity? Like a source for inspiration well, and merriment? Sure. For Halloween anything. Merriment. Sure, anything can be a costume, though. I have fucking co-workers that have decorated a large section of our office in Game of Thrones stuff because it's Halloween. Is, is, there, is there like an office costume contest you're not aware of or like there's, a halloween well, there's event? like a there's a halloween decorating thing okay. but 
it's ha for Halloween. It's Halloween decorating. Like, there's another area that, like, they've uh, decorated. Like, they put crime scene tape up and, like, like fake blood splats. Um, and another one that looks like a, like a mad scientist kind of thing. But then there's a fucking Game of Thrones. And it is elaborate. It... So, Brad, you sent me these pictures. Yeah. And it is more elaborate than most of the kinds of these things that I've seen in a work environment. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. It's a I, lot. I missed the Halloween party at my uh, employer because I had to take off some time to watch Vera as her um, daycare provider took a, a week-long joy trip to Disney. Had a wonderful time. But the biggest thing that I saw there, because I did get to see pictures and vote later, even though I didn't see them in person, on who had the best um, setting, mm -hmm. someone had a mine shaft, or like a, I guess a, a mine that Snow White and the Seven Dwarves lived in, and they all dressed up as that, and that was kind of elaborate. And then someone turned their entire office into a Mario Kart um, track. And they all went as Mario Kart characters in their carts, which was elaborate. However, okay, well, at least, at none least of these things hold a costumes. True, but I mean, I wouldn't consider but, Mario Kart adjacent. No, no I, I, just I know wouldn't. I, all that. To, but that being said, they don't they don't hold a candle to what you showed me. <laughs> huh. What you showed me for the Game of Thrones things was a level I have not seen at a workplace Halloween event. Yeah, it's real kooks. It's super kooks. Because well, like, you I doing? Just what are you they, dressing they, up as? What are you bringing to the table? Absolutely not. Not gonna happen. Um, not happening. Because like, huh? I just noticed they were like putting stuff up, and I was like, "God, seems like they've been putting stuff up, stuff up for a while." And then the next day, they started putting stuff up again. And I'm like, "Wait, did something fall down? Do they have to fix something?" And because I just <laughs> didn't go over there, because it's on the other side of my cubicle, and why would I go on the other side? Um, yeah. Like. And I just, it just kept growing and growing, and I eventually went over there, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, listen, if, okay, if on Halloween, they all come, they all come into the office dressed as Game of Thrones characters, okay, maybe. Maybe I give a, a slight pat, but they better, everybody over there better fucking be in full costume. <laughs> if anybody shows up as a Dracula... Are as like a, 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 a like a '60s hippie. Fuck that shit. Burn it to the ground. Not allowed. I'm pretty sure these people are gonna come correct only because of what is surrounding all of the stuff that you showed me in those pictures. And one, I mean, there are one person. If one person shows up in a fucking clown costume, oh, done, done. <laughs> a Game of Thrones clown. They're just mixing all the genres. I'm Pennywise um, from Castle Black. <laughs> okay. That's weird. Uh, it's very bizarre. Very bizarre. Like, I... Now, Game of Thrones does have, like, um, scary creatures. So there is a horror element to it. And there's some disturbing shit yeah. in the books and even in the TV show that these creatures do. But not immediately a Halloween thing. Yeah, I, Not like, I I think they're really stretching. I think they're really stretching. When I get when the Halloween season comes around, and I I think of let me sit down and watch something to get me in the spirit. Halloween, I Game of Thrones does not come up. 
No. Not even the top 100 things to watch to get me in this. No. You just can't. It's not. It's not, not, e- not even. Not even the top George R. R. Martin product I would think of. I would. I think Beauty and the Beast is much more apropos oh, because definitely. there's a beast man and he lives in the sewers. Yeah. No, that's scary. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. White Walkers. Pff, fire breathing dead dragons. Pff. That's close. The Beauty and the Beast 1987 show is closer to Halloween than this fucking uh, a make-believe dragon show. I would stand. I would say. I would stand by that. Thank you. I appreciate Spe- your support. Speaking of Halloween events, so Joey's school had a trunk or treat. Um, I'm sorry, a trick or treat. No, well, it's like trick or treat, but it's trunk or treat. You either you either present your trunk. Well, you project. Uh, I actually don't Excuse know how the. Me? I don't know how the meta. I don't know how it's supposed to work because trick or treat is hey, you give me a treat, or you get tricked, or you choose trick or treat. Yeah. You're all inside the trunk are the treats. There is no trick, and the trunks are a part of it. So it's I think basically the trick, trick, the trick and is, it's it's trunk and the treat. The trick, the trick is you're getting children comfortable with uh, going to a trunk to to get a treat. I mean, no one's saying it's the best thing in the world. It was a little weird. Come on, kids. Come to my trunk. I'll give you a treat. It was a school-wide event. Joey's school is, um... It's a weird mix. It's from, like, third grade to sixth grade. So there were some sixth graders running around and some truly, like, terrifying things. Um, a lot of it's... Also, one of the craziest... And I keep, I mean, obviously I see kids come here all the time during Halloween, but every year I'm thinking back to what costumes I had as a kid and how these new costumes are just crazily better. (laughs) These kids went all out. There was one kid that was Link from Breath of the Wild, looked like he was in, like, cosplay. And he was a kid, he was like in the sixth grade. It was just like, he had makeup on. Dude was like on point. And I'm thinking, Jesus, I didn't have that when I was a kid. I had a paper mache Ninja Turtle shell. My face was... I I didn't have that. I didn't have a a two-scale Hyrulean sword and shield. These kids are walking around with... Joey's got his executioner axe. All these other kids have got, like, really scary clown makeup. There was a whole pack of T-Rexes. You know those inflatable T-Rexes? There were five kids dressed up as T-Rexes that we all saw. And there was also a raptor inflatable outfit, and he went around, or she, it was a a little girl, went around with them, and they just went around a little gang of dinosaurs. It was chaos. Like, it was genuinely chaos at moments, because some parents just checked out, and the kids went to the playground. And I was one of maybe four adults on the playground, because Vera was with us. So we took Vera. She freaking loved it. She saw a lot of Anna and Elsa. She was dressed up as Anna, and she would call them out and be like, that's my sister pretending something that's interesting about vera that's kind of starting to manifest and i think it may be the way that we play with her with her action figures and dolls is that she will take on the roles of other characters but without like she'll slip in she'll be her and then suddenly she'll be anna and elsa and talking because she scared her she scared her daycare provider because she said my parents are missing my daycare provider is a little superstitious and she's like what do you mean Vera she's like I don't know where my parents are they're gone now she's like Vera what now 
Of course, she would tell this to everyone who came. So all the other little kids' parents, they're come to pick them up. She's like, hey, other parents, my parents are missing. I don't know what happened. They're hurt. What happened to them? And they're like, what? No, your parents are coming. <laughs> no, they're not coming. And it turns out, because she's been wearing princess outfits to daycare, that she was putting on the role of Anna or Elsa, whose parents die like in the first 10 minutes of the film. Amazing. So those were the parents she was talking about because she was filling the role. I mean, and that's normal. I, I did some role playing as a kid, but I didn't think it happened at like two and a half. Kids but deep into character. Deep into character. She gets deep into She does. Like, she actually gets into character. It's kind of crazy. She's listening. But great. She's, she's, Doing that Meisner, uh, really getting that Stanislavski. This kid is this kid set. Uh, set. Uh, this kid's gonna be a professional. So she she was having a ball at this uh, trunk and treat. Some people had very elaborately decorated trunks because that's what this is supposed to be. I don't. What is a, this? Why? What's the trunk part of this? I don't understand. So what, it can, cars. So you get your stuff in the trunk. What's happening? You go, you, you line up all your cars, Brad. You open yeah. up your trunk. Uh-huh. And now you can also be in hatchback, you can be an SUV, and you, you, you open them up, and then you decorate them or don't, and then you pass out candy. Now, it can be as easy as, hey, I bought a bag of candy. I'm going to stand behind my car with the trunk open with the bag of candy open, and I'm going to dress up in my military uniform because I'm one of those and pass out candy. Ugh. That was awkward because I witnessed this guy, military guy, being thanked for his service by a lot of different people. And then two oh. people talking about how they had people that were in the mili- had been in the military, but they had lost them in wars. And this guy is like handing candy to children is like, hey, I'm sorry about that. Sorry for your loss. And these people are trying to like go through a grieving process with this guy. It was super weird. I'm like, dude. Ugh. This was a mistake to wear your military uniform here. I mean, maybe you're providing a service to some of these people, but this is awkward. Vera, Ugh. just say trick or treat. Because we're saying trick or treat. We're not going to say trunk or treat. Fuck that. We're saying trick or treat. I don't care if it's in your trunk or also, not. Also, no thank you for your service. <laughs> but it can be as elaborate as inflatables, like coming out of the back of your... Um, uh, did, there was you, did you decorate your trunk? No. Well, we had planned on trying to do it, but I can't remember something. I think... There was something that stopped us from doing it, and I don't remember what it was. Was it that you were in charge of uh, uh, getting it done on schedule? No, it wasn't. Well, okay. All right. I think it was something to do with what was happening. The, like, there was also a chance it could have been rained out. Like, it, two days before, we were like, we're not going to do we, we We're not going to decorate for this. We're not going to go pass out candy. Sure. I think it was the starting time was weird. It doesn't matter. All that it's fine. You just want to take. You don't want to give. I get it. I get it. We did pay to go into the haunted house there, friend. The haunted gymnasium trail put on by the sixth graders. Yikes. So they got cash. It was awesome. (laughs) Because there's sixth graders trying to scare kids. Joey freaking loved it, but was a little scared. Nice. Vera... We made the mistake of taking Vera through because they said it was spooky, but no, for a tiny child, it was terrifying. And um, I quickly, you know, ran through it as much as I could and got out. She was, she was fine. When we go into the gymnasium, it's dark. There's a fog machine. They have it like kind of like a, I guess, divider set up so that like you kind of go in like a weird trail, but not really because it's in a gym. Like there's only so much space. Right. Obviously, a gym. You just have kids, sixth graders dressed up in their creepy costumes. 
doing creepy stuff. One kid, a little extra, was hiding behind like some frill wall uh, hangings and would jump out and just blood-curdling scream. Kept that up the entire time we were in there. That kid had to like have not had a voice for the next week afterwards. But it was the most alarming thing. Then you just got people weirding out. You just got like this dude who looks like death with his little scythe. He kind of walks to you and stares at you. You got another kid is like a like a little gremlin creature just on the floor looking up at you. At the end, there's a gorilla. Oh, the scariest. There's a sixth grader in a gorilla costume, and you're like, oh, hey, gorilla. <laughs> you get out, and all is right with the world. Went through it once. We had unlimited passes because Brad, we paid for the pass. Didn't only went through once. Joey would have. Joey might have gone through again with one of us, but he wasn't going to go through on him by himself. Nice. That's about all there is for trunk or treat, other than like they got a grip of candy, and now it's like, why Halloween? I, I like it's nefarious to try to do this. I mean, it is, I guess, quote unquote, safer, but that's bullshit. Brings the community together in a different way, maybe. <sighs> Some of these trunks, though, there was one that was like straight up Hogwarts, with like a, um, you know. Well, we talked about it because it was in the episode of television we watched last week. The little uh, Hardy Boys, the little glass ball that suddenly has a head in it. Uh-huh, yeah. Someone had one of those in their car, just in their trunk. It was almost like a uh, Haunted Mansion type trunk theme. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, I was impressed. I was like, whoa, that's a pretty impressive special effect to just have in the back of your car. Is there like a competition going on? I mean, I guess everyone's trying to one-up each other with their trunks. Like, who's the parents that really care? I guess. Next year, you should do a Hardy Boys Nancy Drew themed. Uh, oh, that would be amazing. Had that little maze. <laughs> Why is there like a diorama of like a little maze thing? Duh, it's Hardy Boys. Nancy Drew, 77 to 79. Mm, sorry, what? Trunk or treat? No, you don't get any candy. It's trick or treat. Get out of here. <laughs> and you're only, we're only, we only have 1970s candy as well. <laughs> Gross. What would you even get? Like, what is it? That those lame little like. What were those? It's like, a it's sugar daddies and sugar daddies. Those little toffee things that you like. Well, they're not toffees. They're almost like butterfingers. You know what I'm talking about? They're rectangles. They're tiny. They're like white and like oh dark the like the black. peanut butter bars. Yeah, those little things. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of penny candy. Here you go. Yeah. Trick or treat and like giant homemade cookies that they'll just throw away. I don't care if this is 2020. I'm not passing out some any of that newfangled candy. And I'm not following my dad down the haunted trail. It's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Friend, I saw a film this week. What? You saw one film and not many? Brad. Brad. You have a pass to see as many films as possible. There's, but there's not that many. That's, there's tons of them. There's Terminator's tons about to come out. out. Yes, coming out. It's not out yet. Um, this weekend, I'm going to be seeing some films. But uh, this week, I saw one film. I saw Countdown. Alex, if you're unaware, Countdown is a movie about people downloading an app that tells yeah. you when you're going to die. Yeah. And then you die. It's a fun ride. Nice. It's a damn fun ride. Um, it's great. It's just a little horror movie. It's great. What kicks it up to the damn fun ride as opposed to just a fun ride? Oh, well, the fact that um, they're trying to delete the app, and you can't delete the app. The app won't let you delete it. So they go to the local 
um, phone, like, the local, like, strip mall phone shop, and there's this asshole guy that runs it who is also a hacker? So they hack into it and see the code, and the code is written in Latin. It's a demon, Alex. It's a demon code. Wow. Now that's something I haven't seen or heard of in a movie. Yeah, it's a demon code. They they meet up with a priest guy that helps them figure that out. Uh, but they try to hack the app and change it. So they're like, all right, well, it says I'm going to die in three hours. Can we just change that? Like, sure. All right, here's, a, here's another 60 years. How's that? Sounds good. Cool. Guys, you can't mess with demon code. No, they don't like it. They so not only is this off. hacker... So is he using Google Translate or Bing to, like, translate the Latin? Uh, well, he wasn't really bothering with, with the Latin so much. Is he was just changing the numbers in the code. Like, he wasn't he wasn't reading the code. He was just changing the numbers. So the numbers are in, like, a, a Western... Because Latin yeah. numbers are different, right? Well, but it's it's all... It wouldn't the, be the name the same words. characters. Well, it's all... It's not like it's... It's... N- it's just in Latin. Like, it's not different script. It's just in Latin. Okay. We'll roll with it. It's fine. We, we Alex, you, if you were to have something in Latin, it would have the same numbers if you were looking at it in something in English. I guess it depends on what type of Latin it is, right? Because old school Latin, I'm looking at it right now, is pronounced differently. Like, it's spelled out differently. Like, old Latin. Sure. And most of it would be in numerals, not... It wouldn't be in... No, it wouldn't be in numerals. What do you mean? I'm saying it's not It's not like it's written in, like... It's in English. It just happens to be in Latin. So all the variables are in Latin. Yeah. Well, that's weird. That's not demon code. Well, that's why it's, that's why it's a goofy movie. Friend, it doesn't make sense. Demons can't code. Well, no, um, and they have weird... I mean, this is strange. And I don't understand, is like a just-in-time compiling? Like, how does this even work? How can you change that from an app on a mobile device? Is it an Apple device or an Android? Um. Oh, it's definitely Android. Definitely Android. I mean, it has to be. You're gonna, Def- you definitely a made-up phone, yeah. Um... I mean, but this guy's hacking into the system. Uh, but he's he's just changing. He's he just find, finds a place where the names and dates are, and he's changing that. That's all he's changing. Okay. Um, Which pisses. The, I'm a deeming off. I'm assuming because he's changing his Latin variables. Oh, the demon does not like it. Demon. See, here's the thing. The demon doesn't like it when you try to cheat fate. That's what pisses it off. Why are demons in charge of fate? Well, they're not in charge of fate. It's just they don't like. That's the deal. When you listen, Alex, when you agree to the terms and conditions, you agree that you will not use the information in the app to change your fate. Interesting. And that's what these motherfuckers did. Because first, uh, instead of uh, going on the trip they were supposed to go on, they're like, "No, I'm not going on that trip. This app says I'm gonna die." Um, at which point they violated terms and contract, um, and that's when the demon starts coming for them. Hmm. And basically, the whole gist of it is, the demon, if you change your fate, the demon is going to fuck with you <laughs> until the time you were supposed to be dead. And then it will make sure you die. Hmm. All right. But you know how you, you, know how you beat a demon, Alex? You have to prove the devil a liar. What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So is the demon the devil, or are you just like, hey, your boss is a liar. Here's evidence. Yeah, yeah. My boss is a liar? Your boss is a liar, and then the demon can't do anything, because you've proven the devil a liar. 
so you've thrown it into like an existential crisis of my boss is lying. Yeah. And that's okay or not okay? Like, wouldn't it shrug its shoulders? Like, well, that's what demons do, right? That that just it invalidates uh, the whole app situation. Listen, once you've proven the devil a liar, you've invalidated the whole curse. Well, how do so, they prove the devil to be a liar? There's two options, Alex. You can either die before the app says you were going to die, or survive until after it says you're going to die. So wait, so the devil, so when you sign up for this app, the devil decides, uh, you sign over not only like your normal m- mortality, but you give the right. devil the right to choose when you die, I'm assuming. Well, it's just saying when it's going to happen. It doesn't. It's not like he's choosing. That's when you would die. But if you're trying to say that he's a liar, that means that he is telling you what the the truth should be. Yeah, absolutely. So does he get that information from God? I don't. I, maybe, maybe he just so has God's it on the like, devil internet. So I don't like, know. I don't know what the devil internet looks like. I, want I know a it's new written in book. Latin. I want a new book of Job, because that's how this started, I'm assuming. Remember that Job shit we did where you let me do all this bad stuff to this dude? <laughs> well, it's 2019, and I got a whole new game plan. You just it's, tell me I, these people are going to die. They'll download an app. We'll got a contract. There's going to be microtransactions. We'll make some money. It's, I mean, it's a, again, I say it is a fun ride. It's a good movie. I, it's just such a goofy premise, but I love it. Well, it's I don't great. like the fact that the devil it's and God fun. are like... Making an app together. That's weird. I, I don't know the gods involved at all. I don't know why. why How else would God the devil this? know when people are going to die? The devil doesn't have that power in the Bible. You don't know that? Yeah, I mean, it specifically says he doesn't have that. I mean, it, it does. he doesn't have that it power. Says the devil, it says the devil doesn't know when people are going to die? I think it's in either, like, like Revelations or something. Like, specifically, he doesn't know? He can't know? <laughs> I'm assuming it does. I, obviously, it doesn't. I don't, don't think it I like that. Uh, listen, the concept I think this of, be, like, truth I think it's just common knowledge in Devil Town. He's just, it like, is. it's like looking up in the yellow pages. Oh, oh, Sally Smith? Yeah, yeah. She's gonna die in uh, 15 years, three months, a uh, couple of days. Yeah. You think the angels have a competing app that also does it? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just common knowledge for them. They all know. They just know. Yeah, you're gonna die. Three hours. Huh. No big deal. So, this still doesn't make sense. Like, in my mind, they had to, like, go over ancient texts or, like, talk to the devil and, like, say, no, you lied. Not just the fact that the app runs out or you die before the app tells you we will. Because that's weird. But go ahead. What you else gotta, happens? You gotta, you gotta, you, Alex, if you, if you prove the devil a liar, the curse is broken. That's just how it works. How did they figure that out? Like, who told them uh, this? Was it in the code? because oh, the priest guy. Because they got a nerdy priest guy. Oh. They found him, and he's like, "Oh, this is in Latin. I can, I can read this." His code is shit. <laughs> why is he like? Why is there three variables for that? This is just not cool. Like, I don't understand this. Look at this if statement. It's real. Fun. It's real kooky. It's real kooky. I like it. Switch case is movie. not a good. I, this whole thing is just compiling weird. But I can read it. <laughs> um. Also, I like the fact that when the hacker guy first hacks into the phone, he's like. Why is this app taking up so much space? And it's like, because it's huge. It's like a giant phone. He's like, this is taking up like 20 gigs on your phone. What the <laughs> hell is this? Because it's got the date. and It's got the date and name of every person and when they're going to die. So they don't even like, so the demons don't even have like a cloud service they can unload that information on? Nope. What the fuck, demons? Like it's the all demons there. and the angels or whoever's doing there. this. So every, every version of the app 
has hard-coded into it a database of when everyone's going to die. I mean, that maybe is it's bullshit. Just, maybe it's that is just, horrible coding maybe practice. Maybe it's just saving all of the people that have, uh, um, like, uh, created an account. I don't know, but it's but that at means least everybody to... has an account. So, how do they identify this person? Because a name is not sufficient enough, even in like in the broad spectrum of the world. Because yeah, there could be yeah. a lot of John Smiths. Do we also have other identifiable information? Is your social security number <laughs> stored oh, by your name? The devil does not your death? social security number. The devil, the devil has your name and birth dates. Well, then how are you supposed to know who's... Like, how did they even find their own like entry in this giant database? Name and birth date. But that's still not going to be specific enough most of the time. All, I, I, uh, I'll spend my then disbelief. Then, she saw her last name there, and then, oh, there was her sister's name. So she knew her sister oh, so was going to So now they're beside too. each other due to familiar relations and last yeah. names. Huh. Huh. Dummy, don't you get it? I'm, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> but the great. security risk it. that the demons I are running with hard coding this is insane. It's such a fun it movie. It is awesome. Um, like, I do love this. It's uh, like, I love it. It's such a goofy, fun movie. It's great. Um, also, another great thing is, like, the sound the app makes is just upsetting because of course they do a bunch of jump scares where um even if you like you turn off your phone if you try to delete the app it comes back and but it makes this awful awful noise every time that the app goes off to give you like an update or something and it's oh it's just it's it's an awful and it's an it's an annoying noise <laughs> it's great it's perfect i love it can't wait for the sequel because there's gonna be a sequel I can't wait to see it when it streams. It's a delight. It's a delight. In the sequel, I want this addressed. I want to know who's coding it. I want to know what God's involvement is. I want the angels to have their own app. It's great. Have you watched anything, friend? What's happening? What's happening over here? I will say that I have watched um, the new Watchmen on HBO, Hmm. which is a sequel to the original Watchmen by David Lindelof. Damon Lindelof, I can't remember what his first name is. Yeah. I mean, Lindelof. no one that we really like or appreciate on the show from what he did on Lost. I mean, not a not a huge fan. However, what he's done so far in the first one and a half episodes that I've watched is actually interesting. It's a little weird to do in 2019, but um, we'll see where it goes. I mean, it's, it's at least fascinating enough to watch, but it's very at the moment, pretty loosely based. Like, it just happens in the world of the Watchmen, and it's well, it's like modern times. Um, and they make reference to, like, characters and stuff that they that happened in Watchmen. But this is pretty far removed from those events, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, all right, um, all right. So far, I recommend it. Nice. Pretty great, I mean, they do a version of, Oklahoma is mentioned, the musical, so you're like, okay. Someone sings songs from Oklahoma, and it's a, it's a, it's a, all that to say, it's 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 interesting. I, I it's interesting. That's all I gotta say because I haven't seen all of it yet. I don't know. I don't know what where it's going yet. All right, all right. Nothing I mean, t- if Damon Lindelof's involved, I'm pretty sure where it's going is Baby Jesus. Somehow, some way, he's getting it in there. Well, there is someone who dresses kind of like a. Someone says they look like a nun, but I don't. One of the things is, and I think we mentioned this maybe on another episode, one of the conceits is in the future, our present time in this alternate universe, there is uh, cops wear masks so that criminals don't find them and kill them because for their own type of justice, 
Like the cops got me, oh, I'm gonna get them. There's like a uh, white supremacist group that uh, uses like Rorschach as their hero for some reason, and that's pretty nuts. It's all yeah. it's a kind of like a weird cop drama. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm all for hunting down cops and cops being fearful and having to wear masks um, to get through their daily life without being killed. I like that idea. Well, I don't know if you'd like this because they're kind of badasses. Oh, like they're stopping, they're stopping the white supremacists, which they should. Because the white supremacists are garbage people, but yeah, but but the cops are the white supremacists. I don't believe this. Well, no, most of the cops in the show are black. Like, um, that's another thing that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Like the main character is a secret cop because a lot of cops have secret day jobs. And they basically have their own like little hideouts that they then go to and change into their cop uniform and then go in or go on the beat. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Not. Nope. Don't need to see a show uh, where there's white supremacist versus cops. I mean, that's a wild fantasy world. I can't imagine. It's things like that that while I guess interesting in the context of because apparently a lot of this stuff that's this flushed out world is in like the backgrounds of Watchmen, the comic book. All that to say, Watchmen is weird <laughs> in the fact that you're right. It's strange to be like, I don't know. It feels a little weird given our present climate hmm. as a nation to do this. It's the same thing. Like, remember when the people who did Game of Thrones were going to do like an alt history television show if the Civil War had never. Like if the South had won the Civil War. Yeah. I feel like this has some kind of... I mean, it's it's not that the South didn't win the Civil War, but definitely things happen differently. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> not in a bad... I mean, it's interesting. I'll skip it that. But um, I don't know. I'm going to see how it shakes out. I'm going to wait it out. I mean, I was curious, but then I found out Damon Lindelof was involved. Yeah. I was like, I'll wait because I... That's the thing that's weird. That's yeah. like, oh, Damon Lindelof. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't need to see another Prometheus. I'll keep you posted as far as, like, there's nothing, like, crazy Jizo yet, but, I mean, Jesus is around. I got a, I got a question for you that I don't remember the answer to. Ooh. So, um, Emily and I were talking about, um... Just random making fun of religion. Not necessarily making fun, but talking about it. So, how this started was that Joey um, has a little friend at school who came over to play. Joey went to his birthday, so we was like, all right, so we went to his birthday party. Cool, you, you wanted to come over and just kind of hang out? And he'll go to uh, Emily's family's chili party that happens in the fall. Everyone gets a sweater and you eat chili, real chili, not Skyline Wait, chili. Wait, everyone gets chili a sauce. sweater. Wait, wait, wait. Does, are sweaters handed out? Um, not always. They were contemplating on, as a joke, giving everyone a, uh, a sweater to the uh, place that Emily's father works at. Because they have a lot of weird, funny merchandise. And yeah, the sweater would look crazy. So the, they were going to be like, okay, if someone comes and doesn't wear a sweater, we will give them one of these sweaters as a joke, a gag. Okay. But no one, everyone came. Only one person didn't wear a sweater. One of Emily's sisters. Doesn't matter. So we invited him to come play with the uh, with Joey and kind of hang out for the day. Um, they were adorable together. Very different kids. But they get along. But they're both really smart. And this kid has, like, memory, like, 
memorization smarts. So we were quizzing him on state capitals, which he knew all of them. Um, but anyway, on the way back, when we were dropping him off, the topic of religion came up. And they were, and I mean, this kid, we find out that him and his family are super, well, his family are super Jesus. I think because we're like listening to music in the car and it's just normal music, like radio music. And he's like, you know, when I'm riding around with my parents, it's like Christian music 99% of the time. He's like, it'd be weird if we didn't, if we listened to like Frozen or something. He's like, but man, it's kind of good to have a break. (laughs) But he's talking, I mean, he's a child because they're both like in the third grade. So they don't know much about religion. So we talked to him a little bit about it, but we're trying to tread lightly because this kid obviously has strong, a family that has very strong religious beliefs and he's a friend to Joey. So we don't want to like rock his world too much or at all, really. So they're at they're they're kind of asking questions about the difference between Catholicism and like what they would consider like normal Jizo stuff, like normal Christians or Christians. And they're not realizing that Catholicism was like OG Christianity. <laughs> they don't know this shit or like one of like a handful of Christianities that started it out. They don't really know understand the difference between like Protestants versus Catholics versus the Anglican Church. I do tell them a little bit about that, about how the Anglican nice, Church nice. came about, and they're like, What? They're not. They're just not on that level, and they're children, so it's fine. But I will say, Joey says. Joey asked a question that he prefaced, and I've never heard him preface anything like this. He said, "Alex, mom, I'm going to say something, and I don't want it to offend anyone." And I'm like, "Whoa, where did you pick this up? It's awesome that you want to preface this like I don't want to uh, offend anybody." But I got a question about religion since we're talking about it. He's like, "What would happen if someone who believed in God?" was told by someone that they didn't believe in God. Which I'm like, okay, that's a... I mean, what would you think would happen? I, so I was like, well, you know, uh, people are generally, like, let people believe what they want. I mean, that's one of the best things about living here in the United States is there's a separation between church and state. So, like, if you're religious and most people... I mean, well, you know, supposed to be. Yeah. Most people would probably be like, all right, that's cool. You have a belief, I have a different belief, that's fine. I mean, that's how me and your mom are. We're both atheists, but I mean, that doesn't mean uh, we want to like necessarily influence someone's religious beliefs. But I mean, some people would be really offended by that and not be able to drop it or like end friendships or relationships due to it, which they seemed they thought was weird. There was also a question about the Big Bane kind of randomly thrown out. It was strange. All that to say, Brad, when I was younger, when we were in high school, I was super Jizo. Did I ever try to convert you to Christianity? No. No. I don't remember it either. Like, I invited you to church that one time, but it was because of the Enigma Machine game that we played. I was like, well, Brad's going to be the only person. Like, yeah, he's got to come here and be on point. But I was pretty cloaked out in high school, too, though, because we were in Tennessee and it was dangerous otherwise. But I knew that you were not religious like I was. And I was just cool with it, I think. Like, I don't remember ever trying to, like, persuade you i honestly don't remember ever praying to god to save your soul because i was like <laughs> like i don't have no memory and i was like and emily started joking with me saying like well you did brad a disservice you were super religious you didn't even try to save his soul <laughs> so i was gonna ask you on this podcast if i ever tried to save your soul and i guess the answer is no i don't think so no I am both thankful that I never tried to because I respected your beliefs in this friendship. And also, I, I, I would like to apologize because as a super Jesus, I guess that was an important thing. 
<laughs> but like, even though you were like super Jizo, like, and I, granted, um, and I, I say this a million times, whether people believe it or not, I am inherently an optimist. And I always think most people are gonna grow out of it, but I was I was pretty sure like you were gonna grow out of it, cause like I mean you were also like super into science and like I I definitely remember us like goading Peterson about evolution because he absolutely oh, yeah. <laughs> did not believe in it and I remember us like slyly making fun of him. <laughs> so I was like I I don't think I ever had any doubt that you would eventually get over that nonsense. I mean yeah. <laughs> Once you look at reality and the things yeah. that happen there outside of the, you know, cloak of religion, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah. None of this book is real. <laughs> if demons can write Latin <laughs> variables and Xcode and, like, Swift and, okay, also Android, uh, then, yeah, I don't think, yeah, that's just not yeah. going yeah. to work. I say in Android, in Java, that's what they—that's what Android apps are written in. Now, question: Did I ever try to unsave your soul in high school? I would say, as anyone who is a friend, you definitely help expose me to things that were not Jizo. But a lot of people did that. And I would have to say, and I think we mentioned them before, reading the holographic universe as much as that is also pseudoscience and weird oh, it's just craziness. Nonsense. Was enough though to get me questioning things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was already on that path. I mean, like, I had already thought, like, well, obviously evolution happened. That just helped, I would say, open up things a little bit more for me. But there's a lot of things I I can look back and think of. Like, this specifically changed how I thought about things. One of those was Things Fall Apart, the Achebe African book that talks about uh, colonialism from both the tribal standpoints and then, like, the colonial invaders, I'll say. Nice, nice. And... I was trying to think of, because uh, I, I, yeah, definitely, Holographic Universe was an interesting book to read, like, as a kid in high school. And yeah. I was just trying to remember, I know I found out about the Holographic Universe from either one of two places, or possibly both, <laughs> and one of those was a book by Michio Kaku, oh. and the other is it was by a book by uh, Whitley Strieber, the uh, alien guy. <laughs> The Holographic Universe was just so memorable because of the insanity that it presented. And I remember there was another Michikaku book we both kind of read at the same time. And then I went on to read an actual physics book uh, by, uh, I want to say, Brian Greene. High school was a fun time. I'm glad I never tried to save you, friend. Yeah. And then also I apologize because as a Christian, I guess that's what I was supposed to be doing. Mm, Real, real, real shitty friend. I could I could be burning in eternal hellfires because of you. I didn't think your soul needed saving. Hmm. I well, guess says otherwise. There were a lot of things in Christianity that at the time didn't like. I didn't believe that anyone would burn in hell. Because why? I was like, why would a God do that? Huh. Is this propaganda? Is this bullshit? It's a real dumb idea. Oh, Revelation like, was oh, written oh. like yeah cobbled together by a crazy person in exile. Maybe this isn't real. Um, I wonder if Joey will look back on any of the things that I'm exposing him to and be like, that's a moment when I was like, you know what? <laughs> maybe my maybe I'm going to rethink some things. I say that because, Brad, I read a book and Joey recently read most of the book. Um, 
It's by the same author of The Three Body Problem, a Chinese author. It's been translated into English, just released here in the States. It's called The Supernova Era. And I thought Joey would appreciate it. One, because it's mainly a book about children under the age of 12. And it's kind of a, it's like an abstract of what would happen if something in cataclysmic killed every adult on the planet and these children basically had to like survive or not survive and i thought he would appreciate it It also gets into some like military-ish stuff with kids and countries i'm like joey could he could vibe with this so joey listens to audiobooks before he goes to bed and one night i set it up i was like all right joey i told him a little bit about it and he thought well that's cool normally he listens to things that are a little bit more frivolous at night just because he's going to sleep it's a 12-hour book an audiobook I go in the next morning, it's still on. I go in and Joey is wide awake at like 6.30 in the morning. And I'm like, Joey, did you stay up all night listening to this book? And he says, I think so. He didn't. I mean, he actually got sleep. But when I walked in, I thought, holy shit, Joey just listened to this book all night. (laughs) Um, He just woke up and was like enthralled by it because it got to a good part. Um, Joey also has a problem sleeping. Brad, um... I'm curious to see what you... Because I know you're not a huge fan of science fiction, especially this kind of science fiction. Right, right, right. But I wonder what what you would think would happen in some of these scenarios. Because the book is fun. It's not as good as the Three Body Problem books. And it ends in a way that's interesting, which I'm beginning to wonder... One, this either is... Does it end end with the Jewish kid um, uh, being in charge of the general store? (laughs) No. Um, well, we got to go back and watch Kid Nation one of these days. I think I went back and watched some of it with Joey and he, he liked it, but we didn't finish it for some reason. Nice. But hell yeah, we got to go back and watch Kid Nation. Um, so put yourself in these shoes, Brad. I'm gonna give you some scenarios and you tell me what you would do Okay. in charge. All right. Brad, there is a star that's kind of hiding behind a gas nebula. That's oh. super close to Earth. It's like it's only like a couple of light, like six or seven light years, not far. We can't see it because of certain things, but it's close. We just don't, can't see it. Super close. It novas, and we don't notice it. And its energies from that nova get closer and closer to Earth. And we don't know about it until it hits. Like literally the sky flashes. Our planet is just doused in radiation right now. And due to the radiation, something happens in our genetics um, to where it basically is going to give us like a radiation sickness that will kill every adult in a matter of six months. In fact, given the strength of it, anyone around the ages of 12 or 13 could also die like up from 12 or 13 and up dead. There's no way we're going to save you. But younger than that, your body is resilient enough that it will heal the damage to your genetics just naturally. So in six months, everyone will die above the age of 12. Oh, boy. What do we do? Well, we got to teach these kids how to, how to run the power plants. Okay. Uh, uh, everybody's got to learn to drive. Guys, you got to learn to drive. You got to learn to drive fast. Also, you got to learn how to do laundry. We got, okay, power plants, driving, and laundry. These are the three main issues we have to take care of. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. 
Um, that's how the book goes. Like, they're just like, oh, fuck. Well, they, they do it something different, too. So, yeah, they got to teach all these kids things to carry on civilization as well as, they, as well as like, 12 and 13-year-olds can and younger. Um, but something they decide to do, every government decides to do, is take some of the really smart kids and then do, like, do a mock country game where they take all these kids, they separate them into little countries and, like, the wilderness and like all right for 30 days one of the month one of the six months we have left we're gonna let you guys just like un like with no world with very loose supervision make your own countries and like do your own thing for these 30 days we're gonna give some of you a lot of resources and some of you like we're gonna give you guys equal amounts of resources but different ones so you're gonna have to like learn to barter with each other or like trade um, oh, fuck this. We're not keeping capitalism going on in this new world. No. It's <laughs> well, you can do It's time you can for do absolute industry. communism. Yeah, you can pretend to farm if you farm and cultivate. Uh, obviously, a month isn't enough time to do that, but we'll give you, like, like food stuff. Like, we'll pretend it's instantaneous. Go have fun. The kids go find the resources, and one of the groups that we follow, uh, half their resources are guns. <laughs> this group got machine guns. Granted, the ammunition is not, like, lethal to children, but still, they get it. And we follow that, which Joey thought this was awesome. He's like, oh my god. It really got his mind turning of like, yeah, I guess kids would have to learn about war, because I guess that's what we're going to teach children. No. no. First, th okay, first thing, we get to decommission all the nuclear weapons. That happens in the book, too. So they basically get rid of all nuclear Everyone's, like, unanimous, all the adults, coughing, like, wheezing. <gasps> we got to get rid of this shit. So they send them all into space and detonate them. Nice, nice. The mock war does not go well. A lot of kids decide to go home and the government doesn't stop them. <laughs> a few nations like go on. One nation just like takes over all the other ones until there's just two left. And there's like an empire and like this one free nation. All that to say is the kids make a real, they bump, they don't do too well. And the yeah. adults are a little worried. Yeah. Well, you, this whole like, forget about countries. Let's dissolve the borders. Let's, this is, uh, this is a world changing event. Let's get rid of these borders. Let's get rid of countries. Let's get rid of capitalism. This is the time. So they train kids in every profession. They also make like, hey, you're going to be kid president for China. Because a lot of the earlier book takes place in China. <sighs> um, you're going to be like they gave everyone cabinet positions, like the smart, super smart kids. And um, yeah, then the adults realize like in the six month mark where they're all like hobbling around. They go to like these mass grave tomb things and just basically kill themselves or basically die there because they're like naturally just dying in mass they just go to this one place and they leave the kids by themselves and they do like a test run where the kids are running everything and it goes fine kids are taught to be surgeons in like six months versus you know 10 years of medical school or like they do the best they can <laughs> the adults hey. all die all over the world and it doesn't go well with these kids. Because no. they're like, oh, fuck, the adults are gone. So, and this is something that's interesting about the book. Brad, what do you think the kid world would be based on? Because it's not capitalism. Go ahead. What do children think they should base their world on as a means of economy? It's an interesting idea they come up with, but I'm wondering if you would have, like, what would a kid do? I, I, I don't I. No adults around. I mean, I don't understand why we're even dealing with economies anymore at all. Um, 
things basically break down and the kids start uh, essentially a, an economy based on play. So instead of money, they want to just have time to play and be kids. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they kind of play video games and stuff, but it's not enough, Brad. It's not thrilling. We get bored easily. We're kids. Fuck work. All the adults did work. They left us plenty of stuff before they died. Just like, yeah. let's just play. I mean, that should be our like goal for the world because, yeah, uh, we've increased productivity and efficiency to the point where we don't need to be working 40-hour work weeks either. Um our world, we should be based on play. We could be living in Star Trek Utopia right now if we really wanted to. So yeah, yeah, makes sense. Oh, totally. Um, so something else that happened when the Nova went off, Brad, it got really, really hot and it's the planet's warming and they're not sure if it's going to be permanent or if it's just something that's just now. Antarctica is thawed. It's a oh. wonderland, but no one has claim to it. And the adults didn't settle this before they left. No so the, claim. Stop claiming. Stop claiming. Stop countries. Stop borders. Well, the kids are still, like, at the moment, playing out this country border stuff. I'm just so saying these fucking just, adults, like, with their dying breath, couldn't give that shit up. Like, couldn't just, like, like, sorry, uh, kids, you're a bright, optimistic future. We're going to make it better for you. No, we want you to keep this shit going the same fucking way. You do Monsters. It. Monsters. A, a free slate to start the world over in a better place. And these motherfuckers kept it going. <laughs> so um, all the world leaders get together because they're playing, but some kids play in a kind of violent way. But the kids are very respectful of rules. So that's something that's kind of fun in the book. The kids kind of play their own war games, but in the States, obviously it's a little different because there's fucking guns everywhere. So kids literally play games of, like, cops and robbers with fucking guns and kill each other. But they're respectful of the rules. We're going to play for an hour. Whoever dies, dies. After that, it's cool. No vengeance or anything like that. We're just playing games. It gets out of hand. And basically, all the world comes together, and they decide they're going to play an Olympic Games but it's basically war for Antarctica, and they fight in Antarctica. Of course, the adults left one nuclear weapon behind, or a few, hidden. What the fuck? And the United States kids use their nuclear weapon on the oh, Chinese kids. Fucking hell. And then the Chinese kids use their nuclear weapon on the uh, American kids, which they didn't expect because they thought they were going to be the only ones. The American kids come off really bad in this because they are assholes. Yeah. And the American kids are like, well, fuck, they've got nukes too. We may have, we don't have any more nukes. Let's never f war again. So basically the world comes together. It's like, you know that war shit that our parents did? A lot of us have died. We're just not going to do this thing. But they still want to play, Brad. They don't know what to do. So the book kind of starts to end where the kids decide what they're going to do is trade countries. So China and America are similar in size and production means. So the kids of one country switch with the other to kind of get a sense of like frontier or like struggle or like, and they, the, the whole world does this. And then we jump into the future and yeah, it's a paradise and kids have basically changed everything to be the, the Star Trek world that we wanted. They're like on Mars okay. doing right, stuff. Right. It's a different society. Joey was enthralled. He's like, kids? Making hard adult choices with the minds of children? War games in Antarctica? 
All I have to say, I would say it's a fun ride, but kind of weird. And you're right. Fuck all... If, if this happens, fuck these dummies that want to keep things the way they are. Yeah. Like, this is... That's the chance. Like, oh, The idea that, like, fucking, like... We wouldn't just be setting, like, like the world up to finally, like, get rid of all the stupid shit. Yeah. Let's come together. Alex, I want to talk about a video I sent you earlier of Donald Trump passing out candy <laughs> to trick-or-treaters. It was a little weird. Because I, I, I watched it like five times in a row, and then I just... Of course. I can't stop thinking about it, and that's what I'm thinking about right now. Because I was just thinking about Baron Trump is the only Trump left. And I'm like, <laughs> that motherfucker's still going to try to be like doing dumb Trump shit. Um, but then I thought about Trump passing out candy. The... Guys, I don't know if you've seen this video. I don't know if it's made the rounds. Um, you need to find it. A, a kid comes up in a minion costume. Donald Trump pats it on the head and then puts candy on its head. <laughs> and then Melania does likewise. And the candy falls off and the kid just walks off confused. It's the weirdest fucking thing. That dude does weird things every day. He was just congratulating a dog on murder. Um, But like... He patted a kid's head with candy and put candy on a kid's head. That's not how trick-or-treating works. I don't know how trunk-or-treating works, but I'm pretty sure you don't pat somebody in the head with candy and then put candy on their head. That's not how it works. <laughs> the kid had, like, a little pail to put candy in. Yeah. Donald Trump was like, nope. This little inflatable costume might have a little hollow spot in the head. Maybe if I put it through the head, there's a hole here somewhere. He'll put figure it out. Put a chocolate bar on a kid's head. Like, what are you doing, weirdo? I mean, it says a lot for Melania to where she sees this and just is like, all right, I guess I'll just do this too, so everything seems fine. Like, are you fucking Martians? What is, what's happening? They might as well be. God, that is so weird. I, I can't stop thinking about it. It just keeps coming back into my head. <laughs> like, the candy bar just falling off the kid's head. Because <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> Like, I, I, did I have, like, a stroke or something and, like, all this, like, is just crazy shit my mind's coming up with while I'm in, like, a coma or something? Oh, no, friend. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. I hope It would be right. a very elaborate... Okay, leave. Stop. Alex has been being no, no. attacked by a cat for a few minutes no, no. now. It's very Get wild. Off. No, no. Stop. Sorry, Panther time's here. It's all good. It's no all good. leaf. Got her boxer out from these headphones. They're she's too really tempting. Just getting up in there. Okay, she's gone. No, friend, you're you're lucid. You're alive. Unless right. we're both stuck in some sort of like alternate world. I don't think. Brad. <laughs> there's a haunted house in Tennessee and Alabama. Hey. Ran by the same person. Uh-huh. Before you get in, mm-hmm. this is this is an extreme haunted house. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta sign a 40-page waiver. Yep. Before you go in. Mm-hmm. Thirty-one thousand people have signed a petition calling for the whole thing to be shut down. As it should be. Have you heard about this? I have. Really? Well then you tell me some things about it. Because I, I don't well, from what I understand, this guy is just like a fucking creepo, and like, 
it's just it's an abusive situation like like people are like literally like attacked like inside this thing like it's not uh it's not a scary haunted house it's people being literally abused attacked tortured like it's not like ooh fun like no this is like some sick fuck like mm -hmm. yeah no I mean, when you have 31,000 people signing this petition who've... I, I think you gotta take notice, right? Yeah. I mean, because I know that there are places that, like, try to do this shit that if, like, you have to sign a waiver... Because I remember we went to some... Um, I, I don't think you were... You didn't go on that trip with us. It was, like, me and Derek and Lindsay... Were you? Did you go to that haunted house somewhere? Hell no! I don't. I don't. <laughs> no. Okay. Haunted houses? That's not I, my thing, man. This it was. Well, it was in. High, we were in high school, and like we went to this thing, and I, I, I know, I, I feel like it was maybe like in like East Tennessee or something. We 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 drove for a while to get there, um, and but like the whole thing was like you could go through like the. Um, regular part of the haunted house, but then there was a part that was like extra, and you had to pay more, and you had to sign a waiver. But part of that thing was that was just part of like the shtick is you have to sign a waiver. It like you know nothing. It wasn't actually you know like this. It wasn't like uh, crazy like that. I think they would like touch you, but like you know not. They wouldn't physically assault you like this crazy fuck. Um, and that was, it was just more of, like, to get you freaked out, the fact you had to sign a waiver that meant nothing at all, and was just, it was part of the shtick. Whereas this place, this is just a sick fuck that is, like, I, like, I don't understand how this guy is getting away with this shit. He's apparently, like, been run out of, like, various cities that he's tried to do this before. Like, people, like, eventually just, like, no, you can't fucking do this here, get the fuck out. Which makes sense. Uh, yeah. So I have some of his own words to defend himself. This guy's name, like, Mikami. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's K-A-M-E-Y. I'm not sure how else you would pronounce that. Mikami, maybe? Anyway, he, he says, look, guys, I get this petition thing. I'm a very straight-laced conservative guy. Yeah. But... He, but here I run this crazy haunted house that people think is some sort of torture factory fetish factory. Mm -hmm. All of these things that it's not. Look, over the years, people have insisted that things happened to them inside this haunted house that never actually took place. Look, I film each tour and I can show the participants footage of everything that they, they go through. You'd be surprised over the years how many people have claimed something happened to them inside and I need to go back and show whoever needs to see it, the raw, unedited footage, saying, well, here you go, here's the complete show. Baseless claims. Is it? <laughs> mm. Why are you filming all this? Other than if you think things are going to go to south? Yeah. Look, I'm a conservative, straight-laced guy. Everyone thinks this is a torture fetish factory. Not true, it's haunted house. I got the footage to prove it. Nothing about this is on the up and up. Shut him down. Yeah. And also, like, apparently if you make it all the way through, he's, he offers you, like, thousands of dollars. It's, like, $20,000, yeah, if you make it all the way through, which no one's done, which I think says something. Because for, like, $20,000, you could, like, endure some scary shit. But, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, it, for $20,000, somebody would have made it through. You would think... Definitely. It's also free. You don't have to pay anything to go to this. You have to have, like, medical insurance and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's no big deal. 
Um, moving along to something that I think is also um, scary, but in a different way. Um, so Google, in partnership with someone, has made it kind of a, a digital experiment, Brad. Oh, boy. It's, it's, it's under something called a digital well-being experiment. Mm-hmm. There's a design studio called Special Product Projects, and it developed the paper phone. What you do is you download an app, you, you, you choose what essential things are part of your phone for a day, and then they print out a piece of paper you can fold up, and it takes the place of your phone. And you leave your phone at home, and you have this little piece of paper you can carry around with you, and it's your proxy phone, and you can just detach, you know? What? Yeah. What do you mean you print off the most important things? Like, So you go through and you say, like, hey, like I need I need my, my favorite contacts. Uh, I need some games. Um, I need to be able to use a credit card. I need real-time traffic information. Well, I, need, I, well, I mean, maybe not that. I mean, I need a map. We're talking essentials here. And then they print it all out on a piece of paper, and then you fold it up. And if you need the map, you unfold it and get this old-timey map over the area that you're going to be at. You fold it again, and you suddenly have your five contacts phone numbers. I need you don't have a phone to call podcasts. them. But, well, instead of that, friend, you just get like a little written thing, like a really tiny script. Uh, if you need a game, we got Sudoku's and crossword puzzles we're going to pop up in there for you. We got I recipes for later. In this. I, I really do as well. everyone involved. I'm going to learn a language. That's what I'm doing on my apps. Here, here's a few words to learn. I can learn sign language. I got it all printed out on the paper. <sighs> I mean, if, if I need to pay for stuff, I have a little niche I can put my credit card in. So then it becomes almost like a wallet. It's the paper phone. Brad, can you not detach from your from your addiction machine for a second? And Why would take I want a, to? Look around. That's the thing. Why would you want to? Yeah. You don't feel like overwhelmed by your phone? No. You don't feel like you're addicted to it? Am I addicted to having a very convenient device with me at all times? That's not what it is. It's not It's not a device. It's not something that's supposed to... It's an addiction machine. Oh. And I can't control myself. I need a paper phone. Fuck off, people. Today I'm doing something different. I'm taking my life back. I'm using the paper phone. That sounds you need it. stupid and awful. It is stupid. They think they think that it's something that's going to help people like rethink their lives. But motherfuckers, nobody if you're... needs to rethink their lives. That's not the fucking problem with the problem with the world. Isn't phones? There's a lot of problems with the world. Phones isn't one of them. A communication device that can literally get you any piece of information, the collective world, Here's, and also here... communicate with people. Let's let's just make a list of things that are bigger problems than phones. Oh, I, uh, nuclear Let's just weapons. make a list. Okay, uh, yeah. You can uh, make a top American five list. The system. Global warming, obviously. Yes. Capitalism. Bingo. Wealth inequality. Mm-hmm. That's five, right? I mean, you've already got... I mean, those, yeah. are, those are big things. Yeah. But you know what's really bothering me? My addiction mm-hmm. to my cell phone. You know, I just hear... Well, you know what's really bothering me? I know there are a lot of problems in the world, but the biggest problem to me is this convenient device that I like. <laughs> oh, really? Cool. I'm glad that's your problem. Cool. Great. Sounds great. Great problem to have. I just you know can't stop. Like, you know there's like a, a massive homelessness uh, problem in this country? Uh, but you know I can't do anything about that. You know there's also tons of like houses and apartments that are empty? 
Like, there's tons of empty buildings um, just everywhere. And there's also people sleeping on streets while there's empty buildings everywhere. Also, we're the richest country in the world. And by in the world, I mean the richest country in history in the world ever. Brad, Brad, okay. I hear you, but it's about me and my... Look, I gotta take it from my perspective. And I'm telling you, it's too, I'm I rethinking. I this thing that makes my life so much easier. Ah, boy, I'm so addicted to having my life be easier. You know what I should do? I should try to make it a little harder. Oh, what are you, so you're gonna like, uh, uh, like get rid of your house and like your car and you're just gonna like, like just live like a, like a real basic like monk life? Oh, no, 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 I'm just gonna print off things instead of having a phone for a day. You know, so I can just get away from it. It's like a little mini retreat for me. But not a retreat, but a little retreat. Hey, um, here's a way to have a retreat. Um, what you do is you take a rope and you make a noose. <laughs> you hang it from a high place, put your head inside, and whoopsie daisies, no more problems. I'm a little disappointed, Brad, that you didn't make it a guillotine. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't make it into a guillotine. I, I think it's easier to hang yourself than guillotine yourself. I mean, it is, but it's a little off-brand. <laughs> I mean, guillotines are reserved for... I, guillotines are reserved for uh, uh, the 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 extreme, uh, extremely wealthy and uh, politically powerful. I think that there's a moment guillotine lap here. for everything. I'm pretty sure that the only people who would even really humor this are super rich. No... No, dummy people. Well, okay. No, Alex, you're 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 your friends that are barely scraping by with uh, six figures or whatever the fuck. Um, those uh, those people are definitely buying into this nonsense. I guess anyone with a lot of time on their hands to contemplate oh. this device that gives me any and everything I could want. And so what if I spend a lot of time on it? I am consuming information. I guess if you're playing Candy Crush for four hours, that's different. But that's a you thing. That's not the phone thing. You're going to spend four hours doing something else, whether watching Netflix or like playing another game or reading. And again, none of these things are wrong necessarily in moderation. But is there any real difference between Cranny Crush and like vapid entertainment? No. Instead of, um, uh, I don't know, uh, spending all this time printing off whatever this stupid shit you're printing off is, uh, why don't instead you take your phone with you and just go work at a soup kitchen for a few hours? I can't do that, Brad. The problem's the phone, not me. And suitcases, yuck. Yuck. I... I don't understand. There's a video about it. It is infuriating. Fuck these motherfuckers. Alex, I'd like to talk about Star Wars for a second. Alright, I've been now, waiting for this. What's I up? know this is this is old news. I meant to bring it up on the last podcast, but I I, I completely forgot. I left my notes at work, so I, I did not get a chance to, to remember what it was, and it, it was driving me insane the entire last podcast. I know old news at this point, but there was apparently a new trailer for Star Wars dropped. Mm-hmm. Now, I was online... Um, and I saw on Twitter, like there was a there was the Star Wars was trending, and I was like, oh, what's going on with Star Wars? Did like what's the, what's the what's the news? What's why is everybody talking about Star Wars? And what I saw was a teaser trailer to for the trailer that was going to be coming out later that night. Oh, there was a teaser to trailer to let me know about the new Star Wars trailer. Hmm. Okay. 
I mean, that's not too different from like in the movie theaters where we see a teaser trailer before the actual trailer, which is a weird concept. Or even on television now, I think that's a common practice. Here's a two-second trailer, and then here's the extended 30-second trailer. I shot, like, but this, it was like, tonight, during the football game, the new Star Wars trailer. And I was like, what? And it's done. It's like, what the f- This, 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 this has to go. That's weird. This has to go. That's over-marketing. It's got to stop. Like, listen, make a trailer. Fine, make trailers. People excited about trailers? Sure. You like movies? Cool. Enjoy it. But a trailer for a trailer. There's already been a trailer. So this was a teaser trailer to let you know that there's going to be a new trailer. I, why don't we just wait and see the movie? Like, I, no. Just calm it the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, agreed. Have you, have you watched the new trailer? I've watched the new trailer. I haven't watched the teaser trailer. Well, I may have seen it because it may Who have knows? played before the trailer. I don't know. Well, I doubt it played before the trailer. Uh... It was definitely playing well, no, a few hours before have... the trailer. Yeah, I mean, n- there was nothing before. I mean, there was a, a quick, again, like two or three second clip of, now we're going to watch the trailer. Star Wars coming out soon. And then they did the extended trailer, or the real trailer after that. But there wasn't a, later tonight, or I guess in this case, in a few seconds, you're about to see the trailer. No, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. That's weird. Why would you even do that? I just, like, I... The fact we're the internet now, it's like, when the trailer comes out, everyone's going to know about the trailer. You don't need to do this thing where you're putting out a video, like, and people were sharing it like it was something to see, and it's like, but there's going to be a trailer later. Why are you all, like, sharing and talking about this teaser trailer for a trailer? Oh, you see, like, a little bit of a scene. Yeah, but you're going to see the scene in the trailer when you see the trailer. Also, you can just wait and see the movie, because the movie's going to happen in a couple of months, and you'll see the movie. So I don't know why you need—I I don't know why you need to see a second trailer, and I certainly don't know why you need to see a teaser trailer for the trailer. Brad, like, what's going are on? You sh- are you sure there wasn't anything that we learned about Jedi or droids from this trailer that you just didn't see on first glance? Like this micro trailer, this trailer for the trailer. Uh, in that scene, was there anything we could just like grab onto as a fandom community I'm and sure run there with? Is. I'm sure there is, and I'm sure people made fucking YouTube videos about it, and those people, again, are the worst people on the planet. An 11-minute YouTube video so that I can game the algorithm about a five-second micro-trailer. Oh, I hate those da, people da, da, da. so much. Five so things much. you saw and that you didn't know you saw in the micro trailer. Like, five things you should have seen. But that's didn't. your life. That's your life. It's your life. You've, you've, you're making a business out of like. This is why capitalism has to die. Because people are trying to support themselves by making videos about things they saw in a trailer for a movie. It's got to stop. They're movies. Movies aren't that good. Movies aren't that good. They aren't and worth it. In the same vein of the the comedy that is the paper phone, which must be a joke now that I think about it. It can't be for serious. Maybe we should do something that spoofs even that and be like, um, paper movies or paper trailers. And it's just the book. It's just a book. Still frivolous entertainment, still all this hype. Here's a book. I just... it's, It's awful. It's awful. I... That is weird. That's like marketing to an extreme. I don't. It's I don't too get much. That. It's too much. Are you gonna go see the new Star Wars movie? Yeah, sure. I'm living a regal life. I see. I see a ton of movies. 
Don't think they're good. That good though. Movies aren't that good. Movies aren't that good. They're movies are fine. fine. They're fine. They're fun rides at best. I'll Even the best the movie, not that great. <laughs> I'll take the Vera mentality. On I'll, I'll I'll use her mentality for ghosts. Daddy, ghosts are fine. Ghosts are people. <laughs> nice. That's what she told me the other day. <laughs> the spooky ghost, Vera. No, Daddy, ghosts is fine. Ghosts are people. Dead people, but people. You are you are correct, Brad. I feel like we need to help people desperately. There's so many people that need help. You got some Mormons queued up already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got some people that I I think are normal. Maybe we should see as we're doing that. We'll go back and forth, and maybe we can talk about who's having a harder time. Sure. The Mormons or these Normos. Just the common people. And I'll be taking some of these questions from Dear Prudence. And some of them are whoppers. And some of them I've chosen specifically because I think they might make you create, uh, like, irate. But that's besides the point. Ooh. Do you want me to read a Mormo first? Oh, yeah. Let's start it with the Mormons. I mean, they're the, they're the old school. <clears throat> Hi, guys. I'm just a Backroads. Oh, Backroads. Ideas for surviving in bunker mode. Again, I have no idea what this is about. <laughs> but we'll find out, friends. <clears throat> Hi, guys. I'm just a Backroads. I thought briefly about classifying this in support in hard times, but it's more like irritating times because I think we'll make it through ellipses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. <clears throat> so, because I have no qualms about destroying a company. Oh. Wow. All right. From the inside? What do you mean? Oh, you know what, Backroads? I think I'm in. Um, I maliciously declare Wish.com stole all our money. I I maliciously declare Wish.com stole all of our money. Husband enjoys browsing the site. Once Once order a dish drainer, ellipses, and left debit card information. The other day, an order was placed through his account for no less than seven gold melting devices of we which really of which we really have no use a search of the internet revealed similar stories with the site in the past few weeks first of all what is wish.com i i was about to look it up hmm. anyway this completely drained our bank account i know i know don't leave debit card information online <laughs> yada yada still happened now we're dealing with the aftermath. Um, I... They promised a refund, but we won't get it for two weeks. Hopefully we will get it then, ellipses. We have filled out the fraud paperwork with our financial institution. Sort of hoping once they complete their work, we might get a credit till whenever. But I'm not relying on that. A lot of bills have been already paid. That's a terrible sentence. A lot of bills have already been paid. I went grocery shopping and filled my gas tank the day before. We have a freezer filled to the brim with meat, plenty of rice and beans, and actual fancy packaged food storage items. Actual fancy packaged food storage items. Fancy packaged food storage items. Alright. The zucchini continues to grow in the backyard and is probably planning a hostile takeover. Plus relatives, and people who tolerate us if worse comes to worse. Husband gets paid in two weeks. 
Hopefully we will also get our gold melting money back at that time as well. Well, we do not have the ideal emergency fund saved up. We do have some savings to work with. Probably enough to even go about our daily lives if we wanted. But because I have an anxious, worst-case leaning personality, as well as an overactive imagination and just some pure curiosity of the can I pull this off variety, I kind of want to handle this in an extreme circumstance. Suggestions on how to survive on zero slash virtually, virtually zero money for two weeks? Hmm. Went on a real emotional roller coaster with this email, with this, uh. <laughs> this blog post? I mean, this, or this forum post? This, this post. First of all, Alex, uh, your immediate thoughts. Well, after I looked up Wish.com, which is an online e-commerce platform that facilitates transactions between sellers and buyers, um, it's based in California, California, however, it does have a reputation of being a little risky because people from all over the world can uh, join it. Oh, God, it's ugly as fuck. Yeah. Um, I mean, my heart goes out to them because they obviously did get taken for a ride on a CD direct selling no refunds website yeah but that's no different than i guess the auction websites that were pretty popular where someone's like "Ooh, come here and locally auction all of this stuff sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah i like i i i just already like the baby boomer vibes of uh i know i know shouldn't put a card on the internet um fuck off I mean, if Wish.com is legitimately sending your credit card information to third parties, that's not going to be PCI compliant. That's not a place you should be sending your stuff. And I, no one would ever do that? Yeah. I don't think. I, I mean, don't know. Yeah. Who, who knows how their stuff, their information got stolen. I don't know. This gold melting thing, I don't understand at all. I yeah, think they accidentally weird. just bought some shit. I mean, it could be anything. I, I mean, it could be dumbasses accidentally clicked buy now on these gold melting devices. Fat fingered it about. in the app. And there was no like secondary confirmation. Was like, are you sure you want to buy these gold melting things? Nope. Yes, they're just buy instant. They activated the Amazon one click, except the wish one click. Yeah. The wish fulfillment feature. Because otherwise, why is the whole gold melting thing part of this? Like. Because to specifically know that, like that means they got like a confirmation, like oh, congratulations on your gold melting machine you bought three of or whatever. Brad, this is a Mormon forum where they get together and they chat, they gab. They got to make it interesting, or no one's gonna read. I so yeah, you put in details like I bought three gold melting machines on accident, and now I want a refund. I mean, first grow up and shut up. Um, second of all, the fact that. You've got money. You've, you're you're going to get by for two weeks. Brad, they're fully You've stocked. Did you hear about You've the food set up? Yeah. Rice and food and meat aplenty. Elaborate, uh, ornate food storage containers? Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, I don't, I, do they mean they have Tupperware to put this stuff in? I, or what? Like, I don't understand that. And not yeah. Tupperware. I guess some kind of fancy Tupperware. Fancy packaged food storage items. I... Mm. I uh, yeah I like the fact ooh I could we I wonder if we could rough it we have plenty of money and savings and everything else like fuck off fuck off <laughs> we only make mid to, exactly. to lower mid six figures as a family 
And we got all this food, and I don't know if we're going to make it for two weeks if I can't get this refund on the three gold-melting machines I bought. Fuck! Like, when we first started this, I was like, oh, this is going to get real. Because I was like, oh, fuck, these people got scammed. And then, like, all this bullshit. First of all, they're getting their money back. Like, it's... Ugh, it's all bullshit. It's all bull. I mean, as a person who who got their money like scammed off on a shitty card and got fucked over by the company, um, and cascading effects that ruined my fucking life, like, like, but this these motherfuckers don't have a goddamn problem. There is no problem. They're just like, oh, this weird thing happened. So now I'm wondering, could we get by without spending money? Yes, yes, you can. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard in our capitalistic society not to be tempted to buy any and everything that's thrown in your face. Suggestions on how? I don't know. Eat the shit in your refrigerator that you were talking about. Eat yeah. that zucchini. Like, you've got plenty of food. I, you have gas in the car. Your bills are paid. What's the problem? Maybe they just need to shop, Brad. If they're on Wish.com trying to get deals on gold melting machines, there's a problem there. They love to be consumers. How about this? Get Monopoly out. Use the paper money to buy fake products around your house. Just pretend you go around and just like barter with each other. How much for that lamp that we own? Well, give me 50 Monopoly bucks. It's yours to turn on and off as you will. And that'll help you as a tool. Maybe? Um, let's hear a Jane. Ca- Is paper capitalism a game we can play? Is that something that Amazon, uh, that Google's working on? We got paper phone, we got paper capitalism to get you through the hard times. Um, Let's hear what Jane Doe had to say. My family was in bunker mode for a time this spring. Stop saying bunker mode, everybody. Stop saying bunker mode. It's not a thing. In my mind, the Mormon church, everyone knows it. Oh, bunker mode. That's when you have to bunker down. For short term... Go through your pantry and freezer, make an inventory, and Google meals you can do with what you have. Plan those and stick to it. Besides saving money, this also has the benefit of just cleaning uh, cleaning things out. I... yeah. Cancel all fluff, eating out, or entertainment that's going to extra money during this time period. Now is the time to hang out as a family. Go to the park, play a board game, etc. Go to the park and play a board game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play Mysterium in the park. <laughs> Side note, because Joey loves war things, we recently bought Axis and Allies, the board game. Mm-hmm. Nuts. It's nowhere near as, like, it's so much more complicated than Risk. And just, we haven't played it yet, but Joey just enjoys setting up all the pieces on the world map and just doing his own thing, which I appreciate. It's like, nice. hey. Driving. I don't know what the weather is like where you are, but for us, we have a lot of things that are only like two miles away. Bike riding in bunker mode saved us money. But more than that, I found that I really liked it and had notable health benefits for me. So even now that we're out of bunker mode, I still regularly bike places. If it's something random you need, like a like I needed a pie baking pan, you don't need a borrow, pie baking pan. Yeah, you don't need a pie baking pan. Um, ask to borrow one from a friend slash minister. Ooh. <laughs> she did the same thing my ministering sister did not miss her pie pan for the two days it was helping out my family also why don't you have a pie pan good bunker mode I had to who sell doesn't it. have a pie pan Brad I had to sell the scrap metal for cash okay I feel like I have three pie pans oh well, yeah I mean I think I have a pie pan upstairs but different we're not in bunker mode right now like 
Who? What? What fucking adult doesn't have a pie pan? If you if you have the ability and the interest in making pies, but you don't have a pie pan, like it's you can go to the Dollar Tree and get a pie pan. I don't Is it okay? I, I mean, cut out all fluff. To me, pies are fluff, right? A, I mean, a yeah, a pie, you can absolutely get by without making a pie. No, I had to, and I had to borrow it from my friend slash minister. I mean, but I just, like, I don't understand an adult that doesn't have a pie pan. I honestly, now that I say it, don't know if we have one upstairs. But we don't make pies. Like, we're not necessarily pie people. But, you, I, but you, I mean, you can cook a lot of things in a pie pan. It's just... True. I mean, but you have... So if you had to make a pie right now, you you're not sure that you have something you could make it in. Why would I need to make a pie right now? Like you don't have like a like nothing like a, no cake tin, no like pyrex. I mean, so we do have uh yeah we have pyrex stuff, and I guess I could fashion a type of pie thing. I mean, not an official pie pan, not an official. I'm gonna put a pie in this pan and then like slam it in someone's face like an old timey movie gag. I don't have one of those metal pans, but I do have the method through these Pyrex things that you mentioned, and also from cake pans to fashion yeah. a pie if I need to. If yeah. I had to be, I pushed. mean, the only difference is that a pie pan is slightly sloped on the yeah on the edges. Like, but if you were just like, uh, you know, we're making pie, we got all the ingredients to make pie, you, you could make pie. it without any trouble in any of these other items. And during bunker times, fuck yeah, you could use one and of those. And you would things. not notice a difference. There would be no noticeable difference. I, I, I don't grow up and shut up with these people, grow man. Grow up and shut up. That is pretty harsh, though, Brad. Oof. Do we? Do you want to go? Do you want to take something yes. from what a normal person might have a problem with? Please do. Listen, Brad. My wife and I recently had to have our dog put down. The dog was young, barely more than a puppy. And while it was upsetting to me, it was devastating to my wife. The dog is sort of her pet. We have other pets, and there's another one that's mine. Um, Our young daughter is also devastated. Through the whole thing, I've tried to be supportive, loving, and helpful. Flipping script. My problem is that I'm also absolutely furious. My wife is not a tidy person. Our house is rarely as neat as we'd like it. I'd like it. I'm just editing their words here, how they like it, which is not the end of the world, but she's always had the ability to create unholy amounts of mess, literally devil-infested hell messes, hell messes. Again, I'm kind of alliterated. Papers everywhere, food left around, bags dropped wherever on the floor. It's long been a source of frustration for me, and it's how this happened. She walked into the house and dropped her bag, which she never cleans out or goes through, onto the floor. The dog rummaged through the bag, found her ibuprofen, and ate it. Oh. Now the dog. Now the dog is dead. Ibuprofen really, really bad for dogs, by the way. Yeah. So here I am, trying to hold it together. I want to comfort my wife, who is really hurting. Not to mention our daughter, but I also need to work through my anger. I don't want to tell her how I'm feeling because even in a quiet, peaceful moment, I'm upset because you sort of killed our dog for being a slob is not what she needs to hear right now. And yet, and yet it's kind of what happened. How do I, how do I confront my wife while also dealing with the anger I feel toward her? You, uh, 
Tell them how. Tell them what it's up, Brad. Yeah, you can't. You can't confront somebody with that. I'm angry. She killed the dog with her ibuprofen bag. I mean, yeah, she did. But I mean, she totally murdered yeah, this dog. I don't know absolutely. if it's premeditated. Definitely. Yeah. Like if you got if you've got like a puppy around, you should know. And you've already got dogs. You should know. You can't just like. You gotta be more careful than that. It's an accident. Shit happens. Like you can't hold her responsible. But also, like you should have thought that one out, dummy. You, you, gotta, you, you should care everywhere. more about that fucking puppy. Yeah. Get your shit you're together. Res- you're responsible for this small animal, and you have to take care of it. But no, you cannot yell at your wife and say, You killed the dog, you stupid bitch. You stupid, untidy bitch. Can't do that. I love you. I'm here to support you. Do, and do I, you? Do you? <laughs> That's another question. I don't know. Bigger question. Is this, what's this guy's deal? What's your deal, dude? Maybe grow up and also definitely shut up before yeah. you start scolding your wife about this. I mean, yeah. she killed it. She There's no doubt that her actions have led to the death of this dog. But yeah. you know what? Maybe look in the mirror for a second, dude. Yeah. Now, if you guys give him the puppy and she's still leaving her bag around, then you fucking call her out. Because you got to protect so, that puppy above all else because puppies are more important than people. It would be a very interesting puppy to me that would be able to chew through a plastic container and get ibuprofen. Like um, a lot of it that would be is... any puppy. It would be any puppy, friend. So a child-proof, like thick plastic bottle, is not puppy-proof. No. Didn't know that. No. Oh. I know it's cat-proof. These little cats can't get into that. Their little paws, their little jaws—they can't get through that. They'd be able to eat through, like normal, like paper, like you would punch through with your pills, but not like that. But uh, like, but. Again, think about it. You give, like, dogs, like, rawhide, like, chews. Like, dogs like to chew things up, especially when they're little. That poor dog. Yeah. Your wife's a murderer. Yeah. But you can't tell her about it. Sorry. No. We're not going to give you the past. You can't be an asshole about it. No. Can't be an asshole. Oh, boy. I. Hi, guys. I'm just a Melanie Wright. That's a real name. I don't like that. <clears throat> yeah, Melanie. Blue scripture set. Hi, guys. I'm just a Melanie Wright. So, I was trying to scour the internet in hopes of finding a way to get a as new as possible blue leather scripture triple combination and bible end quote Whoa. for my daughter's eighth birthday <gasps> i found this site because back in 2014 someone else was looking for the same thing and someone here had a set she bought from them exclamation point I am hoping for the same miracle, if possible. Um, laughing till crying emoji. <clears throat> Does anyone have some new or very lightly used blue leather scripture? Sorry, scriatures. Scriatures just laying around. My daughter would be so happy and grateful! Exclamation point. And so would I. Thank you. Two exclamation points. Melanie. Hmm. Well, this is just a straight-up request. Yeah, this, this is a is, solicitation this is not of advice. This is like you're asking to make a purchase. Uh, first of all, uh, religious indoctrination of children is child abuse. So yeah, you know, so already no, can't do it. No, absolutely not. Vetoed. Definitely not. A bl- a new a a new as possible blue leather scripture triple combination and Bible. Blue leather scripture, scripture triple combination and Bible. What does triple combination mean? Has it got all the other Mormon stories in there? Is, and is, the are there like three Mormon books? Well, like, the Old Testament, New Testament, and then you know the new oh, one. Oh, and the Mormo. new new one. 
Oh, there you go. Good solving that Jizo mystery. <laughs> what is the Mormon book called? It has like a proper name. Isn't it just the Book of Mormon? <laughs> Sometimes it's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's that easy. Inspired by the gold plates. Oh, oh. Wait a minute. Did those Mormons buy the gold melting thing to make their own gold plates? Authentic gold mm. plates? Great question. Hmm. Great question. Hmm. Gotcha. That can't be right. Alex, the Mormons can't support that. Go ahead. I'm, I'm looking. Sorry. Somebody here has posted a link to eBay where they're selling a quad set. I need them all in one, though. Qu four books. Four books. Four books for the price of one? So I'm trying to figure out what is it? Okay, we got the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Book of Mormon, and Doctrine and Covenants, Pearl of Great Price. That sounds like fan fiction. What the fuck is that shit? That's a biblical-inspired fan fiction. Pearl of great price? First of all, that's stupid sounding. Pearl of great price. I gotta Google pearl of great price. Moses didn't ascend into heaven on those weird wheel things they saw in the sky. He went through a time tunnel and is in the future with Jesus. Or no. The parable of the pearl... Is one of the parables of Jesus. Blah, 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 blah. What? Wasn't there a parable of the pearl we read in high school about the dude who went and found the biggest pearl What's in one of those? Was like a parable? That was, that's that's the pearl by John Steinbeck. Well, no, uh, well, you think that Steinbeck is packaging his story now with the Bible because it's a good. I mean, it's a good story. I mean, I if anything, Steinbeck it has a lot of the Bible any day of the week. I mean, I guess it would say it's similar. I it may it exceeds the merit of most of the biblical story. I'm just saying. Wana, we have no beans. We have no beans, Wana. That's all I remember um, from the Pearl. <laughs> I remember doing a, a very overly dramatic uh, reading of the Pearl in class. <laughs> Little did you know, someone's find, trying to find that, hmm. coupled with the Bible. Makes sense. Hmm. I don't have the link to wherever you're talking about, but I would love to see these little blue Bibles. Ugh. I say Bibles. Oh, it's a 1985 edition, friend. Damn. No, I don't want to do that. He's trying to get me to share my screen with you, and I'm like, no. I will not share my screen. It's mine. Let me see your stuff. Oh, it's one of these, huh? Yeah. Them pocket Mormo books. I mean, can you imagine buying this for an eight-year-old? <laughs> they want it, man. Oh, motherfuckers. They want it. Good condition. Oh. Selling it. An eight-year-old. You can give an eight-year-old these fucking stupid-ass books? Why? Why are these people selling their Bible? Just because they're hard to find? They have their own modern versions of this? It, they're selling for $25. They're not out. It's not, they're not selling it to make money. You don't think they're in bunker times? Oh, maybe they're in bunker times. 18 people are tracking this, friend. <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot more further down. Yikes. Yikes. I can't. I can't. Couldn't. Yeah, no, you're a terrible person. Don't. Don't. Don't teach your child religion. It's wrong and it's child abuse. Um, don't give your fucking eight-year-old Jizo books. Your kid doesn't want these. <laughs> You've brainwashed your else. kid into thinking they want this. If they've even pretended to want this. I want leather-bound by my own leather-bound Bible. Ugh, that's so Gross. sad. That is sad. So sad. I... There's so many... An eight-year-old. An eight-year-old! 
I did have a Bleatherbound Bible as a kid that was gifted to me at some point, and I don't remember why or how. I mean, but it was my Bible, Brad. I had I like think, four of them. I think I did too. But like, like I had, a, I had like a like a kids' illustrated Bible, and then I had like a like yeah. a fancy like leather Bible. It's your eighth birthday. Here's a Bible. Yeah. No thanks. No. I'm really, much rather would have had comic books. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Would have been worth more at this point. Who knows? Absolutely. Brad. Hmm. Uh. Mormon concerns, non-Mormon concerns. Brad, my brother is engaged to a really wonderful woman. The problem is that she shares my relatively common first name. Look, it's a common enough name to the point that I'm used to being in groups of other people with the same name, and it generally doesn't bother me. However, I have been surprised that it does bother me quite a bit to deal with this confusion in our family. I've said jokingly a couple of times that we need to find a nickname for her, but she hasn't suggested one and I would never <laughs> nick and I would never nickname her against her will. Would it be okay to more seriously ask her if she would consider using a nickname within our family? What are you talking or about? Or should I assume that if she wanted to adopt a nickname, she would have already? If I did ask, I would only ask once and then drop it if she didn't want a nickname. What do you think? Let me ask my think- girlfriend, Alex. <laughs> what? what the fuck? I mean, if the defini- if the advice grow up and shut up has ever actually oh. applied to anyone in a more has it ever applied to anyone in a more way I, than this? I know this is this is serious grow up and shut up territory. Like, what does it possibly matter? It's my name. Like, no, no. What do you look? Just, I just want to ask if it's a nickname. Is I'm your, not going to give myself a nickname. Fuck! I'm, I was here first. I was here first. Like, what the f- No! Shut up. Just deal with it. Yeah. Like, it's not a problem. This is so not a problem. It is not hard to be in the same place with someone with your same name. No. Alex, you- Surely, Alex's are pretty common. Yeah, I've worked with- I've worked with other Alex's. I went to summer camp with other Alex's. Do you try to force them to take new names? No! Do you have to battle to decide who gets to be called Alex? When I, I- well before I met Emily, I dated a girl named Alex. Oh, that's fucking weird. It was fine. That, you can't have the same name. I Somebody does have to change their name on that front. That's too weird. I mean, you'd be surprised. Unless, unless you, you just started going by Alexi, plural. <laughs> <laughs> then it would be amazing. We are Alexi. At summer camp, there were three Alexes. But there was another Alex that, you know, we were both like, oh, you are the couple of Alexes, because there were two of us. We also both ran the drama part of camp. It's not as weird as you think, but it's definitely not weird if you're another family member. No. Because, I mean, it's just like, hey, whoever, I don't even think of a common name. Like, the one they have here is Molly, but I don't know if that's, it's not the actual name of the woman. I grow up and shut up, man. I don't... Yeah. Absolute grow up and shut up. Like, there's no... No. No. Um, Alex, I don't have any Mormon questions, but I do have a question for you from a special little book. Oh. Alex, what is... 
What is your favorite mystery series? Oh, Murder, She Wrote. Oh, Murder, She Wrote's a good one. Um, I, enjoy, I enjoy both the television show and the book series. Yeah, that's a goodie. That's a goodie. I mean, I, I love Nancy Drew. Um, yeah. Love those Hardy Boys. I yeah. uh, love Riverdale. Uh, f- favorite, though. I, Diagnosis Murder, Forever and Always. Really? Yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Come on. He's a doctor solving mysteries. It's great. Um, Alex, what famous celebrity chef would you want to cater your dinner party? I don't know enough celebrity chefs to really answer this question, I think. I guess Gordon Ramsay? Because mm. I want to see if his food's good. I want to see if he can he can walk the walk or cook the uh, cook the meal. Um, <laughs> I'm, I was going to say Emeril Lagasse because I, I think he seems like fun. Hmm. But is there like a scandal with Emeril Lagasse? He may be canceled. I'm not sure. I feel I like mean, there was something about him. I could be wrong. In which friend, case, I denounce and reject. Yeah, as a friend, I allow you to be able to, at the moment of learning that this person was canceled, to yeah. immediately get another chef involved. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hey, Alex. Huh? Do you have a favorite pair of blue jeans? Describe them. <laughs> Weird. I do. Mm. Um, they're a dark denim. Okay. And uh, I like the fit. That's about all there is to say. Eh? Cool. 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 How about you? You got a favorite pair of jeans? Uh, or a favorite pair of pants? I mean, I have one pair of blue jeans, so I guess those would be my favorite blue jeans. I have a pair of khaki jeans that are better, but they are not blue. How many, how many pairs of pants do you have that you keep in rotation? Pants in general? Yeah. I mean, like, for real, it's probably only, like, five pairs of pants. There's some, there's, there's some guys, like, on the outliners that really don't get, don't get brought into the mix much, but. I, I would say that's about, I have about four mainline, these are my normal pants. There's a fifth pair that I have that's, like, my work pants, because they're older, and they, they have paint on them. They're one of these. I'm gonna get serious work done. We put on my work uniform. We put on my work pants. Mm-hmm. Who has more pants than that? But out of those four, I mean, I have more pants. I just don't no. wear them. Alex, what is the biggest blooper you've never lived down? The biggest blooper. Have any bloopers in your life? I don't know. <laughs> A blooper. What the fuck is a blooper? That I've never lived down? Like some sort of embarrassing event that happened that people still bring up? A, a blooper. I mean, a blooper? Because I just think about, like, a blooper reel, like, at the end of a movie. I'm just like, I'm like, wait, did, uh, did I do something on stage, maybe? That, oh, hmm, okay. What? what is it? Um, Diary of Anne Frank. Uh, when I had to put, when I was trying to change out of like eight layers of clothes, and had to put like on like a uh, uh, the pajamas and the robe, um, and I absolutely got trapped in my uh, costume <laughs> and <laughs> had to go on stage just completely a mess, um, <laughs> and then improvise some line about how I was so upset I couldn't even dress myself properly. Yeah, now that I think that's the biggest blooper. That was a good recovery, though. Yeah, it was. I'm so upset I couldn't even dress but the, myself. But the, the look on Lindsay and Joanna's face when the lights came up <laughs> was priceless. Because <laughs> like there was just like a sleeve out front, like it was it was a mess. 
because you come into that show and you're wearing multiple layers. Um, because the idea is, you know, you're you're fleeing the Nazis, so you had to, we were coming in multiple layers of clothes. Yeah. Um, and then the next scene is like a night scene in the middle of the night, and I'm supposed to be like wearing like pajamas and like a and like a robe. There's a lot of changing in that in that short little uh, uh, scene change. Truth. I I can't think of anything to that scale for me. But I will say that the funniest thing I'm sure that someone else saw was the time that a yogurt pouch exploded in my face while I was driving, and I looked over and made eye contact with the people beside me, and we both just laughed. Amazing. First of all, what's a yogurt patch? Pouch. Oh, I, I meant pouch. So you know those little tube yogurts? I mean, it's in a kind of pouch, though it's tube-shaped. No. Kids eat them a lot. Joey and Vera love them. Is that, and is it tube? It's in a long like a tube. Toothpaste? It's about... It's about a foot long. It's about an inch wide. Normally, you cut off the end. So I was trying to like open mine, but I was oh. also driving, and pressure built up in it so that. And I don't know, mm. really, I must have been holding this thing in a weird way. I was at a stoplight. Stuff went crazy, and it just shot out and covered half of my face with yogurt, and then the rest of my like headrest behind me was covered and I'm standing there like one eye closed just like yogurt dripping down my face like it looked like something out of a movie and I look over and the people beside me are just laughing so hard (laughs) that's pretty good and I I laugh with them because what else are you going to do I like it it was actually pretty awesome Alex if you had your perfect dream house what kind of trees would you want in your yard well this is a weird question first envision your dream house also envision Mm -hmm. the trees in it yep Side note, Veer's latest, uh, I would say, uh, what am I trying to think? Her interest, she has started to watch the Barbie cartoon show off Netflix, oh. and she loves it. Barbie's nice. Dream House. Barbie Dream House Adventures. Barbie has like a dad and mom. It's kind of weird. Um, what kind of plants would I have outside? What kind of trees, Alex? Not plants. I'd have a mixture of trees. Hmm. I would want like a really, maybe a strong oak. I want a magnolia tree. I would like, um, obviously I want some sort of evergreens as well. I mean, magnolia trees are, but I want like proper evergreens, like a little, maybe not a, I mean some sort of like a Bruce, blue spruce. Um, Just nice trees, you know? Oh, okay. All right. Maybe a a fern tree. Hmm. I like a lot of different types of trees. How about you, friend? What kind of trees you got? You got palm trees, Florida, Floridian you? Um, no, friend, because my dream house is is like a large, uh, wintry uh, cabin. Lots of pines around. All pines. Uh, there's just tons of... There's snow and pines all around. Uh, none of these fucking um, palm trees. Snow, maybe some maple trees? Get some of that syrup coming off for mm. right from the tree? I mean, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not really fi- fixing with my... Uh, my my wintry image of just a uh, big. Pines. Oh, it's pre-winter. I'm trying to think of it like for all year round, but you know, uh, no, no, snow year pines round. Are great. Year round snow. It's my dream house, Alex. It's it's uh, snow all the time. All snow all the time. Yeah, I get it. Hey, cool. Yeah, evergreens because you still want that beauty of a tree mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the dead of winter. Yeah. You get this little sprig of beauty. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Alex, last question. What is your favorite condiment? Probably mustard. Mustard's the way to go. Yeah. Love a mustard. Love a mustard. 
Some people hate mustard. I have no idea what they're talking about. What the fuck? Who hates mustard? Some people do. Joey doesn't like mustard. He's a kid. He's a kid. Kid, kids He's a... like kids. It's too tart for a kid. It's too much. Too strong. There's a lot of things kids. It's just like you'll you'll they, grow they tend, into they it. They tender baby palates. Yeah. An adult who doesn't like mustard. I don't know. You're guys. a monster. If you're a, if you're an adult that's like I like ketchup. I don't eat mustard. You are the problem. Some people would like hot sauce more. Hot I hot sauce is yeah hot sauce is good. I thought about hot sauce. But there's there's too much variety and there's too many different kinds of hot sauce. And there's there's so like you've got your srirachas, you've got like your your True. vinegar based hot sauces. There's so many sauces. Like there are a lot. There's too many options. But uh, uh, mustard, mustard. I mean, I've always got mustard. Always got mustard. Got mustard. you. It's great. It's great. Come on. Can't go wrong with mustard. Guys, with that this casual episode of Ramjack has come to a close. Thank you so much for joining us. Get on the website, ramjackpodcast.com. Go to the Facebook group. Join it. Get at us. Talk to us. Tell us what's going on in your neck of the woods. Thanksgiving is approaching. Get ready. Black Friday is coming. Are you ready? What what bargains are you looking for? What bargains are you looking for? What kind of bargains are you looking for? Are you looking for a set of Bibles? Hmm. Don't. Complete with uh, John Stenbeck's The Pearl? I... (laughs) It's four Jizo books and John Steinbeck's The Pearl. I mean, together at last, together perhaps for the first time, I don't. Mm. But thank you, yes, Brad. Again, always a pleasure to. Absolutely, absolutely. And friends, if if you're living in a straight up bunker mode, and uh, you're you're desperate, desperate to, to find some way to survive, I mean, I guess there's things you could do that would be worse than trunk or treat. But really, just eat the stuff out of your freezer, dummy. (laughs) Don't go to somebody's trunk for food. It's weird. Multiple people's trunks. Trunk to trunk. Yeah. Trunk to trunk. Would you take candy or food from someone's trunk that was supposed to be like Harry Potter themed? No. No. What about one that's oddly leprechaun themed, even though it's Halloween? Listen, motherfuckers. All right. Everybody, listen, Halloween is spooky times, all right? You, you decorate something, you decorate it spooky. It's not Harry Potter time, it's not Game of Thrones time. Like, it's Halloween time. Put a spooky vampire on there. Like, it's gotta be spooky. I forgot to mention a costume I saw. Oh boy. And I'm not sure if it was a costume or if it was a coincidence. Was but it I, Pierre Delecto? Um, no. <laughs> no. Um... I looked over and saw a kid come around uh, a building in a Santa Claus outfit. It's like, oh, that kid's dressing up as Santa Claus. But they had crutches. They were on crutches as Santa Claus. Now, were they on crutches or were they Santa Claus with crutches for some reason? It was a kid dressed up as Santa Claus and they were walking with crutches as if they needed the crutches to walk. Later, I see a different kid. Definitely a different kid, dressed up as Santa Claus, also on crutches. Oh, so is this like a thing? That's what I was like, what the, Santa Claus on crutches is a thing? What is this? That's weird. Isn't it? I gotta look that up right now, we gotta know. I thought I was crazy, I thought, is this the same kid? Like, it makes sense it would be the same kid, but these are definitely different children. There's a height difference? I mean... 
yeah, if you if you Google stand on crutches, things do come up. And I'm trying to figure was out there, this, I, but stock photos. Um, were there two kids on crutches that were friends? Just like you know what would really fuck people up if we both wore Santa Claus outfits and our crutches. Totes. This, uh, I, I I can't tell if this is a thing or not. I mean, I saw it with my own eyes. Two people dressed up. There were some kids in uh, some okay, like. Now I've got like a. I'm looking. February 15th, 2018. Crayon. This is a child's drawing. And it's Santa Claus on crutches saying, only you can prevent forest fires. I don't know what. I guess that may be what it was. I don't know if this is a Is it some sort of like meme or something? I don't. I don't think it is. I think it just so happens that. I like you Google Santa on crutches and you do get stock images of Santa Claus on crutches, but I don't know that it's actually a thing. It doesn't seem, I don't think it's a thing. Then what happened? Like there's a story there. I need to find out. I'll have Joey investigate. Yeah, it's real crazy. I'll have Joey investigate. Yeah. Figure that out. Um, also guys, Pierre Delecto, look it up. It's real kooky. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Mitt Romney had a fake uh, Twitter profile, called himself Pierre Delecto. I mean, it wasn't. It was a real Twitter profile. He was just going incognito. Yeah. yeah. It's a way he could just live out his non-Mormonness, like you know, get an escape. You know. Pierre Delecto. How do you come up with a name? He's always fancied himself a Pierre. It's so weird. Delecto. It's the word delectable, but with a ooh a spin. It's like French for, yeah, delicious. Pierre, delicious. Or, uh, or Latin. 